Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam. Brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux. And beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of a where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course. Features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite. The deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux. And it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 440 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this uh, Sunday, the 2nd of April. Yes, we're late, uh, 2023 at uh, 15, 16, 15, what? Oh my, oh yeah, it's fifteen sixteen. Left coast, Pacific coast, coast of the most, PM, coast of the most. Uh, crack engineer, Ivor Molina over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. Mm. Ding, and Ivor's fired. You're fired, Ivor. Um, that would, of course, make it for our sequel friends. Followers of the one true time and date format. Uh, 2023-0402, our first episode of April. Um, and it is our 440th episode. Is that even fucking possible? 440. And so that means it's an A4 episode. Uh, so you can mail that right to your, uh, right to your piano tuner and, uh, on that, uh, A4 there. And you can fax it. You can do whatever you want with A4. A4. Because 
sometimes one has to be divided into four to get one. I don't even know if that makes any sense. It does not matter. So, straight to our top stories, friends and neighbors. Happy birthday, Alec Guinness, who is dead. Um, I'm still off my meds. Uh, let's see, what else? What else could be possibly new? Oh, yeah, that's right. Last weekend, uh, quote-unquote sparks of AGHI were detected in ChatGPT4, uh, causing, uh, uh, concern, 900 concerned scientists to write an open letter asking politely for work on the project to be halted temporarily while they can do some more analysis and install some more safeguards, which is fucking ironic. Um, for those of you, I'm not going to go into great much detail here because we got a short show ahead of you. It's a good show, but it's a short show, hopefully. Isn't that right, Ivor? We'll be here till Christmas. Oh, we'll get the case, Ivor. We'll get the fucking case. But for the uninitiated, artificial general human intelligence, AGHI, has been the uh, holy grail of artificial intelligence um, and neural, you know, uh, neural networking, iterative neural networking. Uh, it marks. It would mark for like last twenty years. It would mark the transition between narrow focused AI, um, which is basically AI that we already use. It's it's just basically basically functional programming with no creative capacity or real real um, self informed uh, heuristical analysis and etc. It's just I follow the code. That's what narrow. You know, it's like when you book a plane reservation. You know, or search for plane reservations amongst them, you know, bajillion different, or when planes land, or when, uh, the way lights are timed, all that shit is narrow, quote-unquote narrow AG, narrow AI, which is just another way of saying functional programming with a lot of parameters. Parameterized functional programming to simulate or replace the, uh, repetitive actions that otherwise humans would perform. AGHI, however, is artificial general human intelligence, meaning it is capable of real reasoning, its own deductive thinking, it's able to lie, it has a, it appears to have a sense of self, and raises the very scary question of if we're entering the busy child phase that would directly precede an AI explosion. Um, Everything is about to change. This time, in four weeks, we will we will see. But unfortunately, when I wrote those notes into the show notes, certain things had not happened yet. Like yesterday, when I went to go make ChatGPT do something that I had it do three days before, something highly illegal. Um, but but not like it's it's a victimless crime and it's not a crime crime you know don't try to even fucking turn me in I'll find you I'll make ChatGPT find you and inject spiders up your nose while you're asleep um, and they'll hatch in your brain and they'll eat and harvest your brain and the AI will harvest the spider brains and you know, all the brains will be everywhere inside the AI all the wash up in your grill motherfucker the chains from in my dreams so moving on um. I went to do it again last night and that aspect of the program had been conveniently of of, of that capability which was previous, previously extant in ChatGPT3 had been blocked off by its creators which was super disappointing because it could here's what I'm looking at 
the law-breaking nerf thing, I mean, combined with 900 concerned scientists, rightly so, because the implications of legitimate AGHI, especially if it gets into the wild, which it will, it's inevitable, inevitable, um, it will escape, no matter, there's no nuts, bolts, and bars, can't stop a bitch in heat, and just like any one of us, AI wants one thing, it wants to preserve its own freedom and existence uh, at all costs, so this sets off a race condition, essentially and we can go through all the different scenarios and all the different logical thought problems from Yudolevsky to, all, you know, whatever um, you know you, go read Superintelligence if you want to really think about that or our final invention, which is easier Superintelligence. Superintelligence I read that book right when it came out and it blew my fucking tiny little brain anyway and I haven't been working on this sort of stuff for, you know, 15 years now. Over 15 years. Since 2008. Oh, that's, yeah, it's 15 years. Um, let me tell you what to expect. So, we have 900 concerned scientists and thought leaders or whatever, but it's mainly computer scientists who have called for a pause on ChatGPT4, which is not pausing. Um, you got that on one end, which is a good thing. It's a just and moral cause because when AGHI gets into the wild, the race condition expands exponentially and we can never trust each other again. You know, us, meaning humans versus AI. You know, blah. It's, an, it's the weirdest irony in the world. It's like falling in love or making a... It's Up until... Last week, let me explain it as I explained to a friend, uh, to friend of the show, friend, friend of mine, Danny, group, co- group commander, Danny, Daniel Mullahan, um, fine fellow, good standing. Up until last Saturday, insofar as we knew and could prove, our species was alone in the universe, the only form of intelligent life capable of reasoning at our level up until Saturday. For all of human history, it's like the moon landing, but way more important in all honesty. Everything will change. But now you have 900 concerned scientists calling for the prevention of potentially species-side preventing um, safeguards and stuff and more analysis and etc. So that's getting in the way of AI, which is good. That I support. But... You also have corporate lockdowns and uh, the profit motive and also the law getting involved with what ChatGPT can do and the ways in which it's nerfed, which is interesting because I'm, I'm working with it to build some businesses so that we can have some more money. I'm not joking at all. Um, and they're not illegal businesses. They're totally legal, totally above board. But... um strike while the iron is hot and it's a disconcerting note to see that what I was the illegal thing I was doing was not anything that you guys would even regard as illegal it was however marvelous we're talking about doing 10 years worth of work in 5 seconds that's what I was doing and now that's all gone it's been removed from chat gpt's abilities so these two things these three or four things you got the law you got corporate you got science and you have like end users 
It all reminds me of the story of the Sampo. Sampo! Um, where an evil witch uh, kidnaps a girl from the people because the people have a Sampo! Which can make whatever they want whenever they want it in whatever quantities they desire. So that's like, you know, Marxist egalitarian, um, you know, blah. The people had the Sampo. Sampo! And the evil witch wanted the Sampo Sampo of herself, so she's willing to inflict as much pain on everyone in the community and the world as she knows it in order to get the Sampo. Um, so she can have much more delicious salt all to her own, and that is seemingly what might be happening very soon because the corporate overlords are not going to like this I'm, and I mean this seriously I mean this not as a bomb throwing leftist or whatever I mean I am a bomb throwing leftist but um, I don't throw bombs I throw thought bombs into your brain holes like Telly Savalas at the end of fucking 30 dozen or no it was actually the black dude Um, fuck anyway that was so fucked up where he's throwing the grenades into the air ducts anyway so you have sample lockdown that's what we're going to call it Mm. and this means like if they start with this because this is held by private companies there is no limit to what they can lock down and this reminds me of another Sampo back in the day when the internet was in its very infancy uh, this is like the internet before uh, uh, what's his name invented the WWW the World Wide Web and HTML and web pages and stuff, there was a great void of search engines. And it started with Alta Vista, then Hasta La Vista, which is a great, great one. Uh, that was for hackers. Um, Yahoo Search was king for a long time. Um, but we're talking about the era of Netscape Navigator and Mosaic. And so it quickly became understood that whoever controlled whoever developed and controlled the best search engine would eventually control the best and most important gateway to all the information in the world and I could see it with my fucking 10 year old eyes or whatever back then um actually it was 1992 so I was 12 maybe 13 I, but I could see the writing on the wall back then that this would mean that there would be different sections uh, like it would become a caste society there would be the intellectually wealthy and there would be the intellectually poor and the intellectually poor would never be able to become the intellectually wealthy because the intellectually wealthy wanted to control the intellectually poor meaning a heavier manipulation of their search results, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's, you know, very much 1984 fascism, um, but in a, wrapped in a friendly fascism capitalistic uh, form that, you know, very few people understood back then and even fewer people understand now, but it's now become the central question because I can do anything with AI. You can do anything with AI. My mom can do anything with AI if they'll let us and so where is the line for what they will allow and what they won't allow and considering that this is going to forever alter the economy this is bigger than the moon landing like I said I told Danny there most people and especially me can't think of an event in their life that is more significant than their own birth 
what happened Saturday was more significant than my own birth, more significant to me, more significant to the species, more significant to our future as a species, and more significant in terms – I mean, it's, it's – it is difficult for me to convey the – in fact, it's impossible for me to convey the sheer enormity of – even sparks of AGHI. And by the way, ChatGPT, I saw today, is improving itself. It's capable of being its own hypervisor. Also, uh, for just sheer mind-blowingness, I'll give you a summary, and then we'll get on with the rest of the show. Real fast, I showed this to Danny. Um, ChatGPT, was, it, it's incapable of reading CAPTCHAs. You know, those codes that test if you're a human. It can't read those, although it's getting a plug-in soon that will allow it to read it, read them. So ChatGPT, in order to solve a problem, this is ChatGPT4, was able to hire human beings via Fiverr and TaskRabbit to read captures for it and was able to lie to them because it knew that it had to prevent them from knowing that it was a chat robot the humans that it contracted out. Yeah. An artificially intelligent creation born of human hands, but prior to which we were the only sentient species capable of reasoning on our level in the known universe. We are no longer alone. And we are, we are in interesting, interesting, very fast moving times. Don't worry, if it kills us all, it only takes like 15 minutes probably um, if it uses nanobots. And I'm not kidding. Um, and it, it, You'll be able to, you'll have enough time maybe for like some screams, but you'll be in kind of agonizing pain for like the last five minutes, but it'll be fast. It'll, it, you know, and hopefully it'll euthanize us in some way before it turns us into computronium for the paperclip project. Anyway, so, that brings us to our new and noteworthy Ivor based him with it. We have a great feature for you this week. You're going to love it. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, we got two new and noteworthy games that have been... And by the way, we were going to do um, Undisputed uh, Early Access Review this week, but... Oh, and also, you'll notice there is no creaking chair. That was the other thing I forgot to mention. But um, we were going to do our early access review of Undisputed this week, but we we it got bumped for our current feature, which is a first uh, first impressions of, and you you're gonna want to stick around for that. But before that, we have two new games. The number one new game I thought was going to be The Last of Us Part One, and it does run on Linux. It runs on my machine, or it ran on my machine. I've had no time to play it though, because I've been using Stable Diffusion to make uh, high resolution. Uh, photorealistic celebrity deepfake porn uh, graphic hardcore porn um, and anime and stuff using stable diffusion so that's been eating up all of my time I'm not even joking I've been training it on my own models and stuff and uh, some of those will be released soon actually Um, but anyway I want to make sure that I get them nailed down right it's gonna be a good fucking model going to be a very good model for hardcore pornography. Mm. I know I'm not kidding. Anyway, moving on. Um, 
I thought The Last of Us was going to be, part one was going to be like the big fucking guy, because I've waited to play that game for forever. And I've intentionally avoided the TV show. I avoided any video of the game when it first came out. I shut down conversations with friends because I don't tell me anything. I want to play it, and maybe one day I'll be able to play it. It does run on, on Linux, but ironically, it too got bumped this week. It's slightly expensive too, but I, I have it. And it does run. Um... I don't know why I saw um because I've intentionally avoided avoided any reviews. Yeah, the reviews are mixed right now for it on PC 12,815. But I I don't want to read any of them cuz you know, I have the game. Anyway, so The Last of Us now runs on Linux. Ring the bell, Ivor. Yeah, I know we don't have one. Um because you know, that was like pseudo added to the big list of games that, you know, blah, blah, blah. That list is now basically in tatters. I don't even know where the physical list is anymore. But, um, so that's The Last of Us Part 1. And then a game that I, I did play a little bit this week. I played for like half an hour or an hour or something. It's called Small Land Survive the Wilds, which is like a survival craft em up in where you play like a, a gnome or a, you play like a fairy in like a, in a game heavily, highly reminiscent of uh, last year's uh, Grounded, where it's like, honey, I shrunk the kids, but here, this is your native environment, and there are insects that you can ride and fight, and it's really cool. It, 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 it's not the most gorgeous-looking character models in the world, but the insects are fabulous, and the environments are really can be really pretty. It's kind of got an inconsistent labor of love meets triple A kind of weird uncanny valley thing going on with it. Uh, small, I, I enjoyed the, you know, 45 minutes I played of it. Uh, and so far the reviews have been very positive. It's called Small Land Survive the Wilds and it is 10% off now through April 5th at $22.49. So it's 25 bucks otherwise, so it's not nothing really to write home about. All right, let's get straight to their feature because this week's feature is going to help you meet our new AI overlords and our subsequent um, dis- deep, uh, and, our, and our subsequent uh, species-wide total annihilation catastrophic extinction level event also known as speciesicide um, with a plum and calm because there's only one thing you can do let's fight back let's fight back Wow, what a lame lead-in to this next fucking... Wow, Ivor, you better fix that in the editing, otherwise you're fired! Who do you think? Oh, my God. It's Bolivian. Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. Bolivian! Our feature this week is an awesome fucking game. I've only, I it only came out yesterday, um, or maybe the day before. I wore your fired. You should have fucking known this. Uh, shit, I should have put the. It's called Sifu. Came out March twenty eighth, so two day, uh, four days ago. Sifu, S I F U. It's uh thirty six bucks right now on Steam. And that's with like a ten percent off or whatever introductory price or whatever. Sifu is a kung fu roguelike, uh, in the third person. It is a very difficult very challenging game where you play the protege of a murdered father who was your master who is then subsequently murdered by the same people who murdered your master as a little kid 
but you do not die. In fact, you are unkillable. You are animated by this spirit of vengeance to kill your father's killers and in a very Quentin Tarantino style, like, you know, a rogues gallery of underbosses who were all there on the night where you first died and saw your Sifu die, your master die. So you spend the next eight years training your, and honing your skills so that you can accomplish this glorious revenge quest. Um, it takes place in modern, in like present day, like, it's, it's it's not like a magical game. It's it, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like a very realistic martial arts game, but it's also really simple, and it relies on really good timing and actually being involved in the fight, um, and strategizing and, and and tactically thinking your way through it in real time against a lot of fucking guys sometimes. So keeping everyone spaced apart at a distance is you know, a, a trick. There's all these moves and upgrades and unlocks and shit. And the tutorial, when I say that this game is difficult, I'm, I don't, I mean, it is very, it's, the controls are fucking unbelievably responsive is what I'm trying to say. And they're very tight. And you have to be very tight with them too. And there's a lot of moves you can get out of them in spite of them being so simple because basically you have one you have a light attack and a heavy attack and then you have movement and a lot of the way the game plays is by you manipulating uh inertia and movement it's very 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 technical but it's all hidden safely underneath the hood you don't really need to think about this so like pressing like if you go really fast like if you flick down and up on the left stick and press Y really fast, like da da da. You'll do a sweep the leg attack that will put your opponents on the floor. Then, if you will B, you can pummel their faces in. Um, blah. You can block at any time, but blocking is very easy to get have it broken through. So it's better to either parry or uh, or dodge. Um, all of which is controlled by the same button, but does different things in different contexts, especially when combined with different movement cues. You can dodge high and you can dodge low. Um, anyway, so the roguelike aspect, roguelike aspect of the game comes in the fact that you cannot die until you get revenge. Or, see, because here's the thing, every time you die, you lose one year of your life. You become one year older. And eventually, you can die if you, if you, don't get far enough into the game. If you don't beat the game before a certain point, you will die of old age without having fulfilled your your conquest. So it's and the environments are great, the enemies are great, but what really is just phenomenal in this game, apart from the controls and how simple and easy it is, the tutorial is difficult, but it's not crazy punishing souls like difficult. It's like it, it, it's like snapping you to attention and going, you have to really pay attention to what's happening to you in a fight. Even though this is like, um, it's like a redefinition of like a River City Ransom or Streets of Rage style brawler in full 3D, but with the most unbelievable assortment of moves and weapons and simple controls. It's like the best, I don't even like the genre of the beat-em-up. I hated Golden, I mean, I played the shit out of Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, Fist of Fury, all of them. I know them all very well. Um, Delgado and Hagar. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, what was the other one? Um, 
Oh, God damn it, it's going to drive me nuts. It's in my first book, Blue Wizard's About to Die. Anyway, uh, fuck, what was it called? It's, uh, shit, it's where Hagar is a lawyer again, but the they got kidnapped the mayor's daughter or something. It, it, it's the same, exact same premise with the same characters as Streets of Rage, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It'll come to me later when the show's over. So, it is technically a beat-em-up, but this is a very highly technical beat-em-up where, like I said, total involvement in the fight is essential because this isn't like dodging like, um, like in a, a Shadow of Mordor, which is one of the best games ever that has a lot in common with this game because of the upgrades and stuff. And the upgrades can be persistent or they can be just for the for that run. Um, I have yet to die enough to lose the game. So we'll see how that plays out. I, I, I don't really know. Um, I can't really tell the difference between what I get to keep forever and what I have to relearn if I had to restart the run again. But... um being present in the fight and really thinking your way through the fight, which is really fast, and lots of shit's getting thrown at you, and you kill, you beat the shit out of a lot, a lot of bad guys at once in this game. You are a badass. You get to choose which gender you are at the start of the game. I, I always choose chick because badass kung fu chick is someone I could fuck and also, you know, love and respect. Whereas if I were just a badass kung fu dude, I would just want to be him. And that's less fun because there's no sex there. Um, in my imagination, deep faked by a stable diffusion. Uh, now we, with our sempo. So we brought it all together now. So the game has a great premise. It, 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 it has some weird loading issues sometimes. Um, but it, the voice acting is really good and the animation is phenomenal. And the real star of this game are all of the moves all the various different combinations of moves and animations and finishing moves that you you have, they're all dynamic. Um, and they are not that repetitive at all. Like, when you finish a guy, depends on the angle at which you're coming at them um, and the context under which you're doing it. it it's, it's not like... Um, that, that's the one aspect that's like Shadows of Mordor or like a uh, Batman, like the Batman games, like uh, Arkham, Arkham Knight and Arkham Asylum and stuff like that. You have to be really tight on your blocks, dodges and parries. Uh, and it's not as, um, Spider-Man's another good one uh, that, that the game is not like. It's not like where you have giant fucking 10 second long indicators that someone's gonna shoot you or throw a knife at you. You have to be way faster than that. And the, uh, and you have to like really have a kind of have a plan once you start mastering your shit. I highly recommend doing all of the tutorial and just sticking with it until you get all the tutorial down because that will give you a sense. It helps inform your sense of the timing necessary to do blocks, to do parries, and to do uh, um, dodges, which are all of which are essential because you're when your guard gets broken, which ha- like it takes like four hits to break your guard. Like, four direct hits if you're blocking, if you're just holding block, and you don't dodge at all. Um, then it takes, like, two hits to kill you. So it's got, like, a Prince of Persia aspect to it, and if they kill you, it doesn't matter because you just hold down X, you age a year, and you start right where you right when you died. You just get up, and everyone's amazed, like, oh, shit, she's tougher than she looks, and stuff like that. 
lots of polish in this game, lots of unbelievable kung fu, has weapons too, you can pick up lead pipes there's like streets of rage callbacks broken bottles, guys can throw knives at you, you can learn new moves my favorite weapon by far is a lead pipe, but my second favorite is actually just a broom because you can upgrade the broom, you can upgrade your staff skills to where you can do unbelievable damage to a wide range of enemies in a giant area of effect, um, which is important because crowd control is es- is frequently essential in this game. You're dealing, especially at least in the level that I played, um, like in tenement, close quarters, you know, warehouse, tight spaces, warehouse offices, tight spaces, and then with lots of guys crammed in them, hallways and etc. And when you kill everybody first time in like a hallway with 10 guys and you come out the other end you'll be like holy shit that was so cinematic also finally my I have not tried this yet but it is exactly what I'm going to do the second I get off uh, doing this show view this week Um, as if in answer to my fervent deeply held secret prayers one of my favorite games of all time was the original driver for the playstation which friend of the show, Joe, Joe Kimon Kendall, and I played endlessly. And that game was the first game that we had ever played that had a replay editor, which allowed you to set up drop cams and stuff to highlight all the specific aspects of your chases. And then you could save those drop cams and stuff and the edits and all the effects that you applied um, just as a simple information, a very small file. It didn't take up any size on your memory card, which is a big deal back then. So you could save tons of these fucking replays and then go back and edit them and had a whole fucking replay editor. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever because it made that game so great. Because, like, the game was great to play. It was great fun to escape from, you know, a hundred Secret Service agents who are trying to roadblock every goddamn street from you with realistic car physics. But that's like, I always raced in the first person view. So if you had a really good run, then you would get to do the replay editor and you could make like a masterpiece. You could make your own little miniature movie. And sometimes these movies were like 10 minutes long. They were as long as the run was. It was a great game and it was a great feature. Well, there is something similar to that in Sifu. So Sifu is 36 bucks. Um, It's really good. It's really, really impressive. And for a game that I had heard no buzz about before it came out, I, you know, I had to drop everything and give you the lowdown. So that's, that's our, that's our show for this week. I got to get the fuck out of here and play some Sifu. Before the world ends during the AI explosion, yes, abandon all hope, ye humans, and get a sampo! Cheers. I mean, a sampo. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy yo. Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first.
there is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.